Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is May 20th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1090 through 1097 today. It is the Feast of St. Bernardine of Siena, and we will continue our section on Christ in the liturgy, and then start with the Holy Spirit and the liturgy. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen which participates in the liturgy of heaven. In the earthly liturgy, we share in a foretaste of that heavenly liturgy which is celebrated in the holy city of Jerusalem, toward which we journey as pilgrims, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle. With all the warriors of the heavenly army, we sing a hymn of glory to the Lord, venerating the memory of the saints, we hope for some part and fellowship with them. We eagerly await the Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, until he, our life, shall appear, and we too will appear with him in glory. Roman numeral three, the Holy Spirit and the Church in the Liturgy. In the liturgy, the Holy Spirit is teacher of the faith of the people of God and artisan of God's masterpieces, the sacraments of the new covenant. The desire and work of the Spirit in the heart of the Church is that we may live from the life of the risen Christ. When the Spirit encounters in us the response of faith which He has aroused in us, He brings about genuine cooperation. Through it, the liturgy becomes the common work of the Holy Spirit and the, and the Church. In the sacramental dispensation of Christ's mystery, the Holy Spirit acts in the same way as at other times in the economy of salvation. He prepares the church to encounter her Lord. He recalls and makes Christ manifest to the faith of the assembly. By his transforming power, he makes the mystery of Christ present here and now. Finally, the spirit of communion unites the church to the life and mission of Christ. The Holy Spirit prepares for the reception of Christ. In the sacramental economy, the Holy Spirit fulfills what was prefigured in the Old Covenant. Since Christ's Church was prepared in marvelous fashion in the history of the people of Israel and in the Old Covenant, the Church's liturgy has re retained certain elements of the worship of the Old Covenant as integral and irreplaceable, adopting them as her own. Notably, reading the Old Testament, praying the Psalms, Above all, recalling the saving events and significant realities which have found their fulfillment in the mystery of Christ. Promise and covenant, exodus and Passover, kingdom and temple, exile and return. It is on this harmony of the two testaments that the paschal catechesis of the Lord is built, and then that of the apostles and the fathers of the church. This catechesis unveils what lay hidden under the letter of the Old Testament, the mystery of Christ. It is called typological because it reveals the newness of Christ on the basis of the figures, types, which announce him in the deeds, words, and symbols of the first covenant. By this re-reading in the spirit of truth, starting from Christ, the figures are unveiled. Thus the flood and Noah's ark prefigured salvation by baptism, as did the cloud and the crossing of the Red Sea. Water from the rock was the figure of the spiritual gifts of Christ. The manna in the desert prefigured the Eucharist, the true bread from heaven. 
For this reason the church, especially during Advent and Lent, and above all at the Easter Vigil, re-reads and re-lives the great events of salvation history in the today of her liturgy. But this also demands that catechesis help the faithful to open themselves to the spiritual understanding of the economy of salvation as the church's liturgy reveals it and enables us to live it. Jewish Liturgy and Christian Liturgy A better knowledge of the Jewish people's faith and religious life, as professed and lived even now, can help our better understanding of certain aspects of Christian liturgy. For both Jews and Christians, sacred scripture is an essential part of their respective liturgies. In the proclamation of the Word of God, the response to this word, prayer of praise and intercession for the living and the dead, invocation of God's mercy. In its characteristic structure, the liturgy of the word originates in Jewish prayer, the liturgy of the hours and other liturgical texts and formularies, as well as those of our most venerable prayers, including the Lord's Prayer, have parallels in Jewish prayer. The Eucharistic prayers also draw their inspiration from the Jewish tradition. The relationship between Jewish liturgy and Christian liturgy, but also their differences in content, are particularly evident in the great feasts of the liturgical year, such as Passover. Christians and Jews both celebrate the Passover. For Jews, it is the Passover of history tending toward the future. For Christians, it is the Passover fulfilled in the death and resurrection of Christ, though always in expectation of its definitive consummation. In the liturgy of the New Covenant, every liturgical action, especially the celebration of the Eucharist and the sacraments, is an encounter between Christ and the Church. The liturgical assembly derives its unity from the communion of the Holy Spirit, who gathers the children of God into the one body of Christ. This assembly transcends racial, cultural, social, indeed all human affinities. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.